welcome to another episode of To Be Honest. I sound like I'm not really in this. What what uh, what are we recording today, Riley? Uh, the movie selection was Janine from Des Moines. Ah, what's that about? Um, let me read you the blurb if I can find it. You're supposed to have this down. I have it ready. Okay. Janine Wilson is a conservative Iowa housewife who works as a home health aide, keeps busy in her garden, and attends a local women's Bible study group. But is What does she do at night? <laughs> we, I don't think we find out. Oh. They don't really go that much into her personal life, actually. Well, a she little bit. Have one. But as a 2012 presidential election draws near, she is determined to find a Republican candidate. And it actually cuts off and just says a Republican candid. Oh, like they ran and out of written. letters and yeah, they gave up. Kind of like old Twitter, like. <laughs> um, so, what made you pick this, Riley? I think because I just wanted to watch it because throwback to 2012, the first election I was legally able to vote in. Nice. Who'd you um, vote for? That's none of your business. Who'd you vote for? I actually voted Republican that year. What? Yep. I did you not. voted for Romney? I had just left my home where I had always lived and assumed my parents' opinions were my opinions. This was prior to me having any form of education or trying wow. to be an individual. Wow. Yes, that is part of my journey in my life. So anytime everybody's like, you're a liberal, and I'm like, I technically have not always been. Thank you. <laughs> I, um, you know, I was a registered Republican right out of high school. Like, yeah, fun facts about me. That's a com- I've heard that's a common thing. I didn't have that experience, but I had a unique situation. Because that was also the first election I legally could vote in because I was 17 in 20, 2008. So didn't quite get to vote for Obama the first time around. But I was rooting for him. And I grew up in like an all-Republican family. But my dad was always like, have your own views don't just follow us because those are the views we have like i want you to have your own views and be able to defend them so like i remember going back like i went with my dad when he went to vote in 2004 and i wanted um carrie to win and he was like i'm voting for bush but tell me why you like carrie i remember having these conversations so i luckily had that situation but i also grew up in a conservative family with all those people around me but i hear a lot of people talk about yeah no so we never really like talked about it I just always knew that that's where, like, my entire family stood. So when I'm out of high school, I have no one I can really ask questions to and don't even know what questions to ask. I was just like, cool, we're just winging it, I guess. So was it when you went to college and you started interacting with other types of people? I mean, is that – I mean, I'm not to get too deep into your political leanings, but – Shout out to – so my – if I – the only first level of English I could get into was – a dual enrolled where I had to enroll in a women's studies class. No idea what women's studies was. I <laughs> That was never anything. We never talked about anything like that. Um, and that was actually really hard for me. And when I actually kind of started deconstructing all of the things that I had been, you know, raised to believe because I was realizing, oh, there is no way for me to physically write a paper that makes sense using these viewpoints. like scientifically I cannot do it and I tried and one of my teachers was like I got a C on a paper and I was like why did I get a C and she very kindly tried to explain things to me so yeah then I started um just interacting with more people and growing my worldviews as one should 
So did you come from a world where it was taught that women were subservient to man and it was kind of a woman's place at the home to tend to the children and in the home as a man's job to provide or? No, both of my parents always worked. Um, My dad drove truck. My mom was actually um, the head of a hospital at one point. Um, Yeah, no. So they both always worked. We were just always kind of home and doing our own thing, but we never, I mean, I lived in a town of 5,000 people. So you always know the exact same people. There's no variety or diversity. Now, what about your romantic partner? Did they have a progressive look at life or were they also conservative and kind of adapted and changed in college? Um, Because you've been with them since high school, correct? About junior year or so? No, freshman year of college. Okay. Oh, okay. His freshman, my sophomore year. Um. No, he's actually always been, I think, more, I think he's always been progressive. He is just a very thorough um, thinker. Like, he doesn't take anything at face value, which I think is a lot of the problems we're seeing now where people just read, like, a blurb and they're like, yep, that's right. And he's never been that way. He very much actually researches things and finds out, like, a correct answer. It's interesting that you talk about how people don't, they get their news from, like, one source and they don't bother to really dive in and make sure that that's actually true reporting. An example of that. Last night I'm watching TikTok because, you know, TikTok always tells the truth. And someone posted a, a fear-mongering thing on it. I don't remember what if it was like um, the end that's of the insane world or that's something. That's what I kept seeing. My For You page was all get prepared for the end of the world, like a, for a whole day. And I was like, what is happening? Oh, the day that I had to talk you off the ledge? Yeah, that yes. was fun. Um, it was a it was a picture of a bunch of armor, armored personnel carriers, and they said all these tanks are rolling into Texas to to take care of the border dispute on behalf of the Texas government. And what a lot of people pointed out, what I immediately noticed in the video is, as the video opens, you see a sign on the side of the road that says "Warning: Tank Crossing," which typically you only see in roads that are near. A military base. Yeah. You froze and cut out. Jordan, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay. Now oh, you duplicated again. Yeah, you duplicated again. There's a license plate that says Georgia. Yep. And <laughs> so obviously it's not the Texas border because Texas and Georgia don't share a line. And my wife might actually be printing something on her on her 3D printer that is bogging down my Wi-Fi. And I am going to shoot somebody. That's <laughs> Oh, yeah, because you do keep, your camera keeps kind of getting real pixely, and then... Yep, I'm going to go um, pause that. Give me a second. Okay. <laughs> uh, carry on amongst yourselves. No, what I found interesting, though, um, was... Meanwhile, I mean, you can see the beginnings of, like, the MAGA movement in that. Like, I feel like with the Tea Party... I know! But, like, it was still a more reasonable place in the Republican Party, like, where there was actually, like, not one cult leader that was obviously going to win everything. Like, there was actually different people. Um, I think that's why... So one of the things... um, So I did reach out to the director, have not heard back from her, um, but she is from Iowa. She's from Des Moines. Um, a lot of her films are actually shown on PBS, fun fact. Huh. Um, yeah, it's so one of the things I'd like to ask her is, how do you think trying to make this film in today's political climate would go? Because it's just, it's a completely different thing. And what, what? is this, 11 years, 12 years later? Like, it, it's a totally different 
landscape. Yeah. Well, and you, you know what was weird is that video of her, and that's how the movie Mick, Mick, are you? Can you hear us? I think he's gonna duplicate again. Give him a second. You might have him just turn off his camera. I don't know if that camera. Help yeah. Now oh, there he is. Oh, now he's sideways. This is fun. Are you on your phone now? I can't hear you. Yeah, we can't hear you. You have no speaking. Well, because my mic wasn't turned on. There you Man, go. Man, this uh, is the best podcast ever. Um, you, are, you are clearer now, though. You know why? Because I turned my Wi-Fi off, and I'm going purely off T-Mobile and the U.S. Cellular Network. Anyway, um, yeah. TikTok, lies. And like I told you, Riley, if you go out and look for fear-mongering scare tactics, you're going to find them, but... I don't know. I think the algorithm just knows I have anxiety and they're like, let's fuck with her today. <laughs> Meanwhile, all I get on TikTok is cat videos and lesbians. I don't. That I mean, adds up. I don't think I yeah. get any lesbians on my feed. I, I do. <laughs> I get a lot of lesbian content on my feed uh, and gay men. I get a lot of that and lesbians. then like the TikTok beefs, like the TikTokers who are currently fighting. I get a lot of that. Yeah. And I like so I know way more about TikTok drama than I should. I must like, is one of up, those TikTok dramas the people that are fighting about how much they spend on foundation and makeup of like ten thousand and my followers. Said, yeah. Okay, that came up in my feed probably because of you, and I went, "Why the fuck am I getting this?" And I quickly went on to my my usual stuff like fail army and let's make a dick joke in public and return your shopping cart, you asshat, while I put a sticker on your car. You know, fun things like that. Oh, no, I was going to say, has it calmed down on your TikTok with the TikTok shop? Because for a while there, every other thing I was getting was buy this in the TikTok shop. Buy this in the TikTok shop. TikTok, baby, buy it. TikTok didn't make you buy shit. You just have no self-control, and you think that Timu is a great place, and you are wrong, wrong, wrong. I only ever get, like, weird ads for stuff. Like, uh, I don't know, I've taken screenshots of weird stuff that I've gotten ads for. I'll send it to you guys later. But, like, dildos sometimes from, like, shops like Timu, and I'm like... Okay, you're selling this, but you're also selling a shirt that says, this girl is born in June. She's crazy, but fun. <laughs> I'm oh, like, what really? is this? Because the ones I get are, would you like to reserve a Ukrainian bride today? For the low, low cost of $15,000 US, you can buy a UK Ukrainian bride. Guaranteed you're really virginity. I'm not kidding. <laughs> but I'm not doing anything to get this. I don't need Ukrainian virgins. God damn it, I like Croatian ones. What are you Googling, Mick? <laughs> I'm not Googling anything. I'm kidding. Um, no, I guess weird ads. Um, yeah. Um, so go back back to the movie. <laughs> um, I think my honestly my favorite part of it, and this is where like a lot of people, I guess the negative reviews were that they were trying to push a liberal agenda, but she really wasn't. She actually went and met these legitimate candidates and they gave her no answers and that's how all candidates are they never provide answers they tell people a vague assurance of what they want to be told and then they get to office and they get influenced by lobbyists and big dollars and co and promises for campaign donations and they never follow through with anything i first of all like that this pick breaks like one of our rules of the podcast which was no politics Second. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't even think about that. Why didn't you guys say something? Because I wanted to see what would happen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but, and, and honestly, it was a good movie. So I'll, not, to, not to jump ahead too much. I actually kind of enjoyed it. But 
Um, the other thing is I had seen, so how the movie starts with Janine talking to Mitt Romney crying, saying, well, you got to do yeah. something. I had seen that video before. I don't know if I saw it on the news. Oh, it, no, it gave me a guttural flashback. I'm like, I had no idea. I don't know if it ever came out that that was like that clearly that that was fake like that that was part of a mock because because to, to i don't know that we've said this this is a mockumentary this is not an actual documentary this is like borat style this woman is uh i looked her up the woman playing janine is from los angeles she was like a improv comedian and um they they she there she's actually out there like talking to these these uh candidates but she's not a real woman living in Des Moines. She's she's acting, but she does a really good job. But, the, I was not but sure. no, the candidates are aware of that, right? And so they're giving her their they're legitimate responses to a, a constituent asking them a question, right? Like I don't have health insurance. Um, I have might have breast cancer. What do I do? Um, HSAs. <laughs> Which don't help with anything. But you know how you help combat someone who's terrified of breast cancer and wants to know about what to do when they don't have health insurance, you give them a free cup of coffee and you pretend to listen and then you go about your merry way. Thanks, give them a hug. Thanks, Michelle Bachman and Steve King. I totally forgot about Michelle Bachman too. I had and put I was, Steve King that, out of that was like a, It was like a fun travel down all of the people who ran. Oh, yeah. Um, and I was I, like, oh, my God, Newt Gingrich. Forgot about him. Yeah. Also, who names their kid Newt? The Gingriches. His first name is Newton. <laughs> That's worse somehow. <laughs> um, was it Santorum? Was that who? Forgot about, Rick Santorum. Forgot about Santorum. Yep. And then what was the one from the, the governor, oh, former governor from Texas? He was on there, too. Was per Rick Perry? Rick Perry. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. I'm like, that's was that like, the one he, with the the guy in the crowd who kept saying, asking who Jesus would fight in a war, or who Jesus would bomb? Yeah, that was a fun. I liked that guy. Who would Jesus bomb? Fair question. Okay, who would Jesus bomb? It is a fair question. This was actually I a fascinating pick. factory. This was also a fascinating <laughs> pick because we just but like a couple of weeks ago we're just the the Iowa caucuses and we live in Iowa, so to see what the Iowa caucuses were like, um. Over ten years ago, twelve years ago, mm -hmm. like it's gonna an interesting look to see. But I was trying to make correlations, like, oh, so Texas Governor Rick Perry. I remember him being a big deal and people thinking he was getting better. I'm like, that's like the Ron DeSantis of 2012. Like, uh, like this. Like, I was just looking for correlations, you know. Uh, like Michelle Bachman, Nikki Haley. <laughs> um. Um, I think I really liked when they were filming at the state fair doing stuff because I so fun fact about me uh, grew up on a dairy farm and we showed cows every year at the state fair and on election years I can very I can remember being a child and seeing people out campaigning and I was always like what are we doing like I'm gonna go pet a pig what I don't know I what's happening thought it was here. in really poor taste. Like, people are here to have fun, to enjoy and celebrate Iowa, and you've got to come in with your political agenda and pander to the fucking common man to try yeah. and get a vote. That's why I don't like, Fuck off. That's why I don't like the fair anymore. The only time, like, I don't, uh, you know, I don't really usually speak much about my personal life, but, uh, just kidding. But I'm, 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 uh, the only time I've ever been assaulted in a bathroom was at the Iowa State Fair in 2019, and it was by a group of men wearing... Mom, make America great again hats and they lock me in a stall I'm like you idiots now I'm safe in here and I lock them out and like it was a crowded bathroom but my wife had been like giving them shit as we were walking to um 
like we were walking about and she saw them. So she started being kind of obnoxious and I was like, please just be quiet. And she would not stop. And so they followed me. I am so sorry. They followed sorry. me to the bathroom and then they started pushing me. And I don't know if they knew I was trans or not. But so when people bring up bathroom laws, I always like to say, well, you know, I've only been assaulted in one bathroom and it was by MAGA people. So, but uh, they didn't like attack me or anything. They literally just pushed me into the stall and I'm like, all right, I'll lock the door. And so I was safe. I didn't get like beat up or anything. It was just more like. I, I'm sorry that you went through that. I And regardless of your political beliefs or what you feel is right and just for yourself and your family in the future does not mean you get to do whatever the fuck you feel like you need to do to another person. Right. Um, I've been at the state fair in 2020 uh, when Trump was about to run. There was a younger person there who was there and thought it would be awesome to drape himself in a Donald Trump 2020 Make America Great Again flag and walk around the fair. Did I find that distasteful? Fuck yes, I did. Did I think it was unnecessary and not the right venue? Fuck yes, I did. Did I give him a couple dirty looks? Yes. But you know what? That's his goddamn right. I don't get to tell him what he can and cannot do, and I'm not going to physically assault someone just because I don't agree with them. And to have someone take out to, – to not, open, not only not have the balls to confront the person that is giving them the flack and giving them the shit, but to instead go after the innocent party that is trying to play peacemaker because their penis is too goddamn small and their truck is too fucking big that they have to go ahead and show their displeasure in a public setting by belittling and harassing someone is exactly what is wrong with America today. It does not matter what side of the fence you're on. Extremely liberal, extremely conservative. I don't give a fuck. It needs to stop. Um, but I don't think everybody who believes that way would... Some people just don't pay much attention to what the actual what's actually going on in the world, and they just vote for who they... People kind of around them tell them to vote. Uh, kind of like Riley was talking about at the well, beginning. And, and hey, around. Like me. Yeah. Um, so I don't think everybody wearing a, lot a of people... Trump hat is, a, is an evil person who would assault somebody no. in the bathroom. Um, no, and if I if I see a group of people that I or maybe have a bunch of MAGA hats and they're walking around, and you know what? For that for that matter, anyone who's walking around, if they're like, I love Nancy Pelosi. Guess what? I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to engage with you. And if I don't like what you're saying, I can just leave that vicinity and go to a different area of the state fair. Because I don't agree with you. But that doesn't mean I need to verbally assault you or belittle you or make you feel like you're not a human being. Yeah. Yeah. This is why we, we don't, don't report about politics, by the live, way. <laughs> we don't live in a time like that no. anymore because no. we had a president who said awful things about and to people. And now everybody thinks, oh, no, he did it. I can That's do okay. it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, great. How about you just be quiet? Right. And they talk about how, like, the media or the, you know, if, if, um, like, I always get annoyed when actors have political statements and then people are like, shut up, get out of your lane. And I'm like, they have just as big a right to talk about their political leanings as you do. Like, they're an American too. Like, it's so dumb to me. And it's like, they do have a bigger, like, platform because they're well known, but like, every American has the right to have their own views. So when they tell, like, entertainers that talk about politics to, like, stop talking about their beliefs, it's like, why are you allowed to and they're not allowed to? Like, that's, I always get annoyed with that.
I think that all stems from celebrities and musicians and and actors that have that and feel that they can they can make their political comments. They have a bigger forum in which to do it instead of just an American. So like if I make my political statements known, which I still haven't given my viewpoints on that, um, and I go on to Facebook, I'm only polluting 187 people's lives yeah. with that. Whereas if I'm got to pick a celebrity that hasn't been charged in a sex crime, um, Christopher Maloney, because that's <laughs> I was watching Law and Order SVU oh, earlier. So do I. That man's a treasure and we should hold him near and dear to the heart. Um, but if I'm Christopher Maloney and I view that um, pigs are bad and you shouldn't eat pigs and they're terrible to the cloven hoofed animal. And I make that statement. I'm saying it to 350,000 people. And I have a wider audience, and I have a bigger sway and ability to make people think, you know, maybe he's right. Pigs are bad. We should, you know, screw this. You know, pigs are terrible. We should outlaw pigs. And it's, and I hate that a new career that people can have is an influencer. If you are influenced by people you see on the internet, you need to seek therapy quickly. Yeah. Because you don't have here's, an individual mindset at all. A good example of a recent thing that happened when uh, that whole trying to boycott Bud Light situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, if I would have went out back and shot up a, a 24 pack, everybody would have been like, you are not right. Mm-hmm. But Kid Rock does it. And it's like, yeah, get it, Kid Rock. Well, and here's the thing that these guys don't realize when they did that statement. Okay, you don't like Bud Light. You don't like they supported trans rights. That's great. But here's the thing, you stupid fuckers. You already bought the beer. You already gave Budweiser yeah. their money. They don't give a yep. fuck what you do with the product after that. You can bathe a cat with it. They don't give a shit as long as you don't drown the cat in it because then the ASPCA gets upset. But that's the thing is you are selective about that. That's because it's cool. Everyone else is doing it, so I should do it. Well, if you're going to boycott them, then you better boycott every other country or company that believes in gay rights. So goodbye Frito-Lay, goodbye Pepsi, goodbye Coca-Cola, goodbye IBM, goodbye Dell, goodbye Apple, goodbye Motorola, goodbye NASCAR, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL. I can keep going. You don't get to choose your soup bo- your so- your soup box. Yep, it's a soup box. No soup for you. And split P is our special on yeah. Wednesdays. But that's yeah, it's it's unfortunate. My my thing though is like regardless of how big your audience is, yeah, I mean people can have a larger audience, but that's true even at like um the normal person level. Like you know, I may have like a hundred people I'm friends with on social media, and I have another person that it's, you know works in the same company as me has the same position. I could have like five thousand friends. Like, everybody's reach is going to be different. I just think that every American has the right to express their views, even if I disagree with them. There's a difference between having your opinion and trying to force others to follow your opinion. I always view the modern situation with politics much like I I view its religion in a lot of aspects. Um, And religion and politics are like a penis. It's great if you have one, and I'm really happy for you about that, but you don't need to whip it out in public, and you do not need to try and jam it down my throat or my child's throat. I I don't claim to be a Christian, so I can continue to be a prick. Um, But there's a lot of Christians that will you know, say everything, the Bible is this, the Bible is that, that teaches us that homosexuality is evil. Well, no, because the word gay and homosexual didn't actually appear in the Bible until the 1940s. Um, so that theory's right out the window. But you go ahead and you keep co- quoting your 
Old Testament laws to me. And while you're doing that, I'd like to bring you back to um, what show was it with Martin Sheen where he's the president? And there's a a long sh- yeah. the west wing right and he talks about wearing clothes made of a of a of an animal oh that is one of my selling favorite your daughter. monologues yes selling your daughter to slavery in fact there's there's a section in the bible um where two angels and i wish i could remember the book because it would be great for quoting right now so i could get my facts straight for our listener <laughs> um but and I, I really hope it's not someone that might be tied to one of us in a personal way because we might have no listener after this um, weekend. But um, the two angels come down from heaven, and they're sent to a town, and they are requesting to spend the evening with this pillar of the community in his home. And the men of the town, the wicked men of the town, surround the house and are pounding on the door, and they say, send out the, the strangers that have arrived so that we may have sex with them. And their intention is to rape and pillage and molest and orally sodomize these two gentlemen, these angels that have arrived at their home. And the owner of the home comes out of his home and he says to these gentlemen, please don't do this. This is wicked. Here, take my virgin daughter in their place. And he sends his virgin daughter out. And the men rape and destroy and abuse her. And what is taught from that is that if you trust in God, you will soldier on and you will preserve your own rights and and trust in him. A lot of Christians don't really mention that one. A lot of Christians don't mention about David raping uh, Bathsheba and making sure that you know her husband was do- died at the front so that he could have her for his own. A lot of people don't mention Lot and his daughters up in the mountains where they got him drunk and decided to fuck their own father because they couldn't get pregnant by any other men. Yeah, don't mention that either. Let's preach about how homosexuality is a vile yeah. sin. Or like how uh, they ban books that kind of help kids get through the fact that they might be gay, but the Bible's fine when it, there's that shit going on in yeah. the Bible. It says gay in it. It's oh, wrong. Yeah, you can no, but you can get the Bible, which it talks about rape and murder and, and bashing babies' heads onto rocks. Yeah. But no, this young adult right. novel is the problem. You know where I think a lot of that stems from, like the where they hate like the the gay brunch and the and the drag pri- and the drag queen story hours. You know where I think that all stems from their hatred for that. The gay symbolism is the rainbow flag. Right. The rainbow. And I think you've, if you go back far enough, you go like 70s and 80s and all these straight white people are obsessed and upset that a rainbow can symbolize the different colors. And really it's meant to symbolize the different colors of humans and how everyone is different, but they all work together and they form this beautiful entity. And instead a bunch of people got pissed off that someone dare use a symbolism like that and take it away from them. And now a rainbow means gay and their whole world ended for some reason. Oh, because after the flood, God set a rainbow to let yes. Noah know it was and they all good. See cool. that you as know a, he killed a right. bunch of people, right? Yeah, they see that as a spit like, in the eye, and it's like, no, and, uh, no. And the, yeah, to circle back to the movie, that's straight up in the movie. She asks, Janine asks some, yes, one of her friends, in fact, right? I, I had to control myself from shutting off the television, television like it's 1982, um, <laughs> when the knob. She's, <laughs> yep, get up and get me the remote. Um, UHF Channel 5. Um, so 
when she's driving down I, – I don't remember where that Planned Parenthood was in Des Moines. I know it doesn't exist anymore. I want to say it was on Euclid. Um, and she says, oh, now we're about to pass the evil entity, and it's a Planned Parenthood and baby killers. And that's mm-hmm. another thing that gets me is all of these people that protest against Planned Parenthood and how it's legalized abortion and how it's doing everything the worst thing for humanity. I, apparently, we're just going to ignore the free women's health care that they offer and the family that planning. That comes up later, though, when it she's does. talking to somebody and she's like, I got my free mammogram at P- Planned Parenthood. And she was like, oh, they do that? Yeah, they give free health care to well, so, so many people. Them. Yeah. And yeah. and they actually, for, for teenagers that come in and get STDs, they give them condoms. They give them birth control. And I worked at the Godfathers in high school next to the Planned Parenthood. And I remember like walking into Godfathers and like my other grandma is super conservative. And I would see grandma over there like protesting with signs with a group of people. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you know, it was such a weird <laughs> fucking thing. But and then but sometimes kids would take like condoms and then they would drop them in, in like the back employee entrance of the, the Godfather. So I also always assume or associate um, Planned Parenthood condoms with Godfathers because I'd go into work and there would just be a pile of weird condoms mm-hmm. people threw over. Um Anyway, loose condoms and pizza. Nothing says Saturday night more like exactly. it. Exactly. No, exactly. But no, I, I just, I think it's, I don't know. Yes, this did a very good job at like showcasing like how people can have a certain belief about something and then be like, oh, wait, I, I've, I've been viewing this thing in the completely wrong way and this can help me. And then once she realizes that she can get help from this, it does start to change her. Yeah. That's, that's all it takes. That's why education is so important. Like, that's why they're trying yeah, to stop exactly education. So you can't, like me, find out that things that you were raised to believe I aren't do, I accurate. Was, I was just watching a video from like 2020 where they were talking about like, well, why are all the Biden supporters college educated? Like, what are they teaching in colleges? Somebody's like, acceptance, uh, <laughs> understanding, understanding, how to get along with other types of people, culture. Uh, actual actual history how to actually <laughs> verify a source um yeah no it's it's wild but it, i i found this best fascinating i think because yeah I, we were rylan and i were saying this when you were working on your internet mick but like it's just interesting to see the actual beginnings of the maga movement in the tea party movement i forgot about that that a tea party was a thing like in Sarah Palin coming in and how she, in twenty eight or two thousand eight she came in and kind of got everybody riled up. I think every I think Donald Trump stuff goes back to Sarah Palin. I feel like that's where I would peg that. So here's the whole thing with our entire political system in our country. I hate the two party system. I think it's absolute horseshit because even people I don't I'm not saying I agree with either candidate a lot of the time. Um, but if you vote independent, it makes no difference because that's not what our country supports. They support this whole battle between Republicans and Democrats, and it's absolute garbage. Also, we need to get rid of the Electoral College. I'm sorry. I want every single vote to count. I don't we give don't a shit representation about the Electoral the College. We don't. Yeah, it really gave me a good throwback to literally the first election that I could vote in and having to sit with myself and think about why I did vote the way that I did at the yeah. ripe old age of 19. Like I, I said, I sat with it and I really thought about it and realized how, how your race can affect you in the way that you believe and the way that you think and how getting away from that can completely change your worldview. And like you had a, you had a journey like Janine did. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Janine would be homies. What would you rate this movie? 
I thought this was, was a perfect. very topical movie to, cho- to pick because it takes place in Iowa. The director is from Iowa and we're in an election year. I thought it would be, it meshed well. And it's on Tubi. It's only an hour and 17 minutes. I highly recommend it.